Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue Be'ezer Hashem here in Perigid Aleph. Now moving on to two other areas that a person should see. Is he Naki? Is he indeed free from any trace of these sins? Anfei Chilul Hashem. Dealing with defaming Hashem's name, bringing disgrace to Hashem's name or to his Torah. Gamkinim Rabbim Ugedelem. They are very numerous, and as they're far-reaching, and they could be of great consequence. A person must take great caution for the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his creator, and in anything that he does, any action that he takes, one must look with great detail and analyze it. Anything a person does in others, it may not be an Aveira. It may not be even something that in its own right is wrong. But what can evolve from that and how it could be observed by others could be looked at as something improper. And this will bring a disgrace to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's honor and therefore a person must be Nizr. Ukfar Shoninu. Chazal tell us a mission of When it comes to Chilol Hashem, there's not even an excuse of a Shoigeg. Now, Rabbi Yenna points out, we're not talking about an Oynes, something that was beyond his control. But Rabbi Yenna says a Shoigeg is something that indeed a person could have been more careful not to come to that area of Shoigeg. And if it, because of his actions, it leads to a Chilol Hashem that is considered He's something he's guilty of. The Gemara tells us, What is an example of Take for example, Rav says myself, I know my position, I know my stature in the community. So, If I would buy meat from the butcher, and I wouldn't pay immediately. And if I thought, I would buy on credit. Nothing wrong buying on credit. If the seller agrees with it, there's nothing wrong with that. However, Rav knew that if people see him, that he took something and didn't pay for it, either they'll think, what? How could it be that someone like Rav didn't pay? They would never think someone like that wouldn't pay it right away. Or even if they understood it was on credit, but they said, what? Rav would pay on credit. Maybe someone will forget to pay it. In other words, they would hold Rav to a higher standard, even them, themselves. And if they see Rav is making in a certain area, as Rashi tells us over the end of Gemara and Yuma, then they will come to be lenient even more in their own affairs. Another example, Rabbi Yechonon I know. Myself, he says, this is the If I walk even, without thinking of Torah, that it's apparent that I'm learning, without wearing tefillin, people would take that as a lax in that area, and they would come to be even more lax in the areas of their mitzvahs. And Adam Asil Shum tells us something which is so crucial, the most important and the most crucial part of this entire paragraph. Every person according to his level, according to his stature, according to his standing in the eyes of people, she is by name. He has to be careful and think about and contemplate. He can't do something that would be considered 
beneath the madrega, the standard, the dignity of a person like him. In accordance with his stature, in accordance with his chachma and Torah we're talking about, we would expect from him that so too he would be much more careful of his actions. In his avodas Hashem, how careful he is. And if the person doesn't do that, even though he has a higher status in terms of the eyes of people, even though he's a greater Tamil Why is that? Because it is indeed the honor of someone who learns more People expect the person who learns more Taira to be more Yosher, more Yashrizdik, to have more Midas Taivas. And if therefore, if a person like that is lacking, he doesn't have those, that, that standard of Yashras, he doesn't have those Midas, then Then the learning of Taira is disgraced in the eyes of people. It's a defamation of Hashem's name. Hashem gave us the Taira that we should learn it. It should become part of us. It should guide our lives. And through it, we're able to attain perfection. And therefore, if a person is known to be a Tamad Chokom, and he doesn't live up to the standard of being of a, a, a better Balmidas, a better Yashristic person, this could be considered Chil Hashem. And the truth is, this even goes for a Balabas. Balabatim will worked amongst Goyim or non from Yidin. He's always looked at as the great Chacham. He's looked at as a Chosh of a person because he's the firm one. He's the orthodox one. He's someone who represents the Torah and Hashem. And therefore he also, in their eyes, are really high, held to a higher standard. And things that he does, if they're not Yashristic, if they're not perceived as Yashristic, if they're not perceived with the Middas Tevis expected of someone who represents Hashem and Hashem and his Torah, so indeed, that also be considered a chil Hashem. And a person can't be humble in this area. He says, I'm, me, I'm, I'm not at this madrega. If people hold us at that madrega, then that automatically means we are at that madrega. That's the way it works for chil Hashem. Let's move on. Keeping Shabbos and Yom Tev properly is also very great. Because there are many dinim, as we know. When it comes to Shabbos, its halachas are very numerous. We're not talking about even. Even at Rabbanon, even though they are rabbinically ordained, they are primary when it comes to halacha. Even an Isad Rabbanon should not be light in a person's eyes. Why? Shari smicha is a shvusi. The idea of leaning one's body on the head of an animal is considered a disad rabbonon. It's actually, if you look in the Gemara and Temura, this was the first machloikis in Klal Yisrael. The Zugais debated about it through, through, till Hillel and Shammai. Is it mutter to yom yom dev, an yom dev? It's a disad rabbonon, yet they debated throughout generations about the permissibility of smicha or not. So we see that even at Isidra Rabbanon, a small act of leaning on an animal 
was considered with great severity amongst Kedele Adar. Vula, Prati Adin al Malchus and Muvora may make Slapaisim is afraid. To know all of the halachas and all the details, all the varieties of them, you have to look in the Paiskim. V'kulam shavun l'chay v'seinu bam. However, concerning us, they are all obligatory. U'lezehiris ha-mestarach and the necessary caution that it demands. U'mashe kosha la-mayish The reason why it's difficult, says Mesil Tzasharim, hu ha-shvisem to really rest and put aside all of our business affairs. U'midaber b'masav matonam. Things that we're so used to talking about during the week, and it takes up so much of our life, so many hours in the day, and that we have to refrain from on Shabbos, that's difficult. The Medabrim Masoma Torim dealing with all of our business affairs on Shabbos. The Novi already told us about it. You have to honor Shabbos from taking care of any of your matters, your affairs. From trying to get some of your chafetzim, some of your affairs in order, or v'dabar davrimit to speak about isurim on Shabbos is not allowed. Vaklalu, the general rule is shekol ma'ashosu b'Shabbos la'asoisoi osu l'shtad l'ba'avurei. If we can't do the malach on Shabbos, then we can't even work to indirectly get to there. Or la'azkira b'piv, or to mention with our mouth. One is not allowed to go, let's say, to his store or his, to his field to look around. Let me see what's needed for tomorrow for the work today. Or to get a little bit head start on where he has to go after Shabbos. This is something that unfortunately people don't know anything that is also to do on Shabbos. One is not allowed to say that. For example, one is not allowed to say, Oh, I'll call you tomorrow. I'll send you a text tomorrow. Or I'm going to drive there during the week. Anything that we can do on Shabbos, we're forbidden to say that we're going to do on even after Shabbos. Oh, I'm going to buy that after Shabbos. We have to buy that thing. To say something that's prohibited to do on Shabbos is an issa to say on Shabbos, even if you're not planning on doing it. The words themselves is an issa because of a daber dover. One of the reasons Amir Laakum telling a guy to do some Shabbos is also is because of a Dabar Dover, as she tells us in Mesechta Zaveh Dezorah. And therefore a person has to learn Hilche Shabbos, as the, the Mishnabru writes in the beginning of the Akdomit Hilche Shabbos. The only way to be, be a Shemir Shabbos properly is to learn its halachas. We'll hold it here. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.